Welcome back to Who's There. I'm your host, Allison. If you're new here, thank you for joining us. This is a podcast where I talk to a new horror fan every week because I hope to destigmatize what it means to be a horror movie fan. Because most of us are just regular people who like the adrenaline rush of being scared for some reason, and here we delve into those reasons. For the last week in every horror fan's favorite month, October, this week I had the absolute pleasure of chatting with the one and only Emma, who's the creator of the YouTube, the YouTube channel Spooky Astronauts. I was so excited to sit down and chat with her about her favorite horror movies, why she started her channel, and why she thinks perfectly sane people love watching horror movies, and why she thinks watching a horror movie is a perfectly sane thing to do. We obviously talked about her favorite Australian horror movies, who her favorite final girl is, and it will surprise you, and what horror movies she'd remake if she had the opportunity. One last thing before we get into this episode, if you love the show and haven't left us a review yet on iTunes, I'd be so grateful if you could take a second to rate and review us and subscribe to our feed wherever you listen to us. Thank you to everyone who's already left us a review. It's so appreciated as it really helps people find us. I think that's it. So without further ado, as Emma herself would say, let's get into this episode and talk spooky stuff. Hey, Emma, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for being here. I am so excited that we were able to make this work with our time differences. If you don't know who Emma is, she is uh, the creator of the YouTube channel Spooky Astronauts, and she lives in Perth, Australia. So we are 12 hours apart. Um, yeah. So why don't you start by telling everyone a little bit about yourself? Okay. So yeah, I've had my YouTube channel for about six years. It kind of started off, I didn't, with a, like a lot of other horror fans, um, I didn't have anyone to speak about horror too. So I started my own channel, um, just kind of debriefing after I watched a movie and it kind of grew from there. Yeah. Nice. So first things first, what's your favorite scary movie? (laughs) I actually hate this question because I have so many and I find it so hard because then if I say one thing, like that's going to follow me forever. And it's so hard to be (laughs) defined by one movie, but the movie I do always say is Pet Cemetery, um, the original, obviously. Um, yeah. Huge fan of that. And I know a lot of people think it's cheesy and I just think it's, yeah, it's one of the best um, stories, most horrific stories, I think. Nice. Very cool. So how did you first fall in love with the horror genre? Uh, I will, I was always into film and um, I guess growing up, I, I was kind of encouraged to watch a lot of classic cinema, but uh, I just wanted to keep watching like I don't know, push those boundaries and keep watching something that was taboo and see how far they would push it in story making. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess horror is the the way to go with that. But that's why my channel also has a focus on like uh, thriller content, but also disturbing movies. Like that's kind of my thing. I'll, I'll watch like anything that's, you know, kind of pushes the envelope. Uh, so that's where I landed with horror because horror has the most <laughs> of those kind of um, intense stories. Cool. What is the most disturbing movie you've watched recently? Oh, God. Oh, you know what? I went and saw, um, God, it was it? it's Nitram. Um, it's a new Australian horror movie about um, the Port Arthur massacre, which was a huge thing here um, in Tasmania that changed gun control forever in our country. And I went and saw that the other night at like, I went to an event screening and oh my God, I like... <laughs> I did a like a because I do for people who don't know who are listening I do a um, come with me style video where I take people along to the cinema if it's a new release and I did one for my patreons and I literally cried in the car <laughs> it was just like so intense um, and I didn't know that story um, it's like about the lead up to it so it's about like a man and obviously he's dealing with a lot and um, yeah it's just so dark so yeah that's 
that's a fresh one for you. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that does. Yeah. That does sound really dark. And are you meaning to tell me you had a massacre and then you made laws and it made it <laughs> Yeah, know, right? we're told Crazy. in America that that does not happen. That is not how things go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I I don't know how you guys, it's so scary to me, but yeah, I don't want to get yeah. too political, but it's so scary. <laughs> oh um, my God. Because yeah. that stuff just really frightens me. And I can't imagine in America what that would be like. Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie? Um, I think it's on Netflix and it's called, let me look it up. Uh, I think it's 22 July. It's about the um, huge massacre that was in Norway several oh, years back I know what you're talking about but no I, I don't think I have seen that one I have yeah. seen a lot of them which is such a bad blanket term yeah. but like you know elephant there's the other one that's about um Columbine um but no I haven't seen that one what was it called again 22 July 22 July okay I need to yeah which is oh okay cool wow yeah. this is not what I assumed it would be no I have not and that's pretty it looks pretty recent is it 2018 that's, yeah yeah yeah, it's good. Wow. It's good. I, it, and it focuses okay. a lot on the uh, the shooter and like how he gets into mm. what he what he does. And it, yeah, also a lot on the yeah. the victims and the kids on the island. It's a very um, obviously sensitive topic, but then it's also really interesting how they choose to tell that story when it's based on a true story and um, naming obviously the perpetrators and stuff, which is really interesting because with Nitram, like that's actually the nickname of the guy who's the killer. So I thought, you know, that's really interesting telling his backstory and is, you know, is that appropriate to, you know, give him this um, platform? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, It's a very interesting, but that's what I like about um, dark cinema. And that's where I got into horror because it was a lot of people talking about their traumas and all that kind of dark stuff. And you, I, I have like this thing where I get (laughs) very existential all of a sudden where I spiral because I'm like, I can only live life once through one, you know, like walk in my shoes only one way. And movies allow you to experience so many different things that you'll never get to experience in your life. So I always look at it like that. Like you get these extreme, not like obviously that most of them are fictionalized, but you get these extreme points of view. I think that's really interesting whether that's coming from the filmmaker who writes the film. Um, yeah, I, I think it's just fascinating. Yeah, it is. I wonder what kind of dark headspace the people who write these types of movies have to go into. Yeah, and what um, motivates them to do it as well because like, that's a big thing to take on. Yeah, definitely. What is the poster of the girl behind you? Behind, is that Annabelle? Wait, which one? Um, oh my God, definitely not. This one is um, uh, Invisible Man. Okay, the and one next to that- it. Oh, that's Charlie. That's hereditary. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. It just, it sort of looks like sort of Annabelle. So creepy. Oh, I didn't even realize I had two women there as well. I don't know if you can see her like just popping through Elizabeth. Moss. I can't, I can't, see her, <laughs> but, yeah. but that was a great movie. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you already talked a little bit about what inspired you to start your YouTube channel. Um, but can you talk a little bit about how your channel has maybe evolved over the last five years? Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so 
I don't know. It just kind of started. And then there's this, um, when you start a channel, I get asked a lot about starting a channel. I guess a lot of people are in the same um, kind of boat where they don't have people to talk about horror with. Um, And when you start, there's often other people starting at the same time as you. So I guess I developed a community around a lot of people, including Nightmare Maven, Vicky, who's one of my good friends. And um, we do like, it's not like a podcast, it kind of is. (laughs) We do, we take two movies every month that are controversial and talk about them. um, and we do like a live stream alternating on channels. So I think growing community was like a big part of growing my channel because you can't, you've got to have um, people around you, obviously viewers, but with horror, it's so like, you have to have people who understand and get it. Um, so I think a lot of it was growing with that and making sure that, you know, you're touching base with other people, your size and all that kind of stuff. Um, but in terms of content, I went from like doing really easy kind of like off the cuff reviews, like four minute reviews after I watched a movie to um, sitting down and writing out scripts and um, trying to rearrange everything. And um, now, yeah, I, I think I, I've been told by bigger channels that I'm friends with um, that the best thing that they did was stick to like one format and just do the same video over and over and over. And that turns to work really well in YouTube. But with my content, I find it's, that gets boring quite easily. So um, I definitely have like several different formats of um, different types and styles of videos that I um, come back to, whether it's going to the movies, like vlog style, sitting down and doing a review, talking about what I watched that month, all that kind of stuff. So I think, yeah, that's like, obviously that's evolved a lot on my channel. And I hate to say it, but the pandemic like really boosted what I was doing because I had so much time at home um, and so much time to everyone was like watching VOD movies, like what was on streaming services. So it really um, kickstarted. I did a series. I do a series every month talking about what's coming out um, to stream. So people found that helpful and it just kind of gave me a new, I don't know, like a new passion for it, which is like such a weird thing to come out of what happened. Um, but yeah, I guess I'll, more than ever, people are turning to entertainment. So it, it, you've got to like keep up with the times, but yeah, I hope that answered. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, I love your, your what's coming on streaming this month videos. Mm. Cause it just like gives me a heads up and I'm like, oh, I can put this on my list and whatever. Yeah. It's good for me too. Cause like, <laughs> that's what I love about it is I learn as I go and I've been doing these ranking. I've done a couple of ranking, like, um, movies, like I did ranking the alien films. I did, um, ranking, um, Mike Flanagan films. And it was so good because I learn as I go as well. Like, it's just like, I do this big project and I do the research and then it's, I give it to my audience, but I learn so much. And then I, I walk away having like a solid, um, I don't know, guide in my head that when someone asks me about something about a film, I'm like, Oh, I actually do know about this. And it, I don't know. It's like, it's really cool. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I have to ask, how'd you come up with the name? Yeah. The, the <laughs> name is, um, well, the name I had in like Tumblr, like it was just one of those older names, oh. but, um, <laughs> I know I probably added myself. Don't look it up. Um, <laughs> but I, uh, I was like the pairing of, I like the word obviously spooky is like very rare to say over here. Like it's more of an American kind of term and it's more of like a, a childish term. You know what I mean? And I like that paired with astronauts because it's like the, <laughs> I feel like I'm getting really deep here, but the idea of astronauts like being in space and the whole spooky with that seems like um, I think about like Armageddon or something. <laughs> like people like dying in space and um like romanticizing that as being an astronaut is that really weird to say do you know what I mean 
I, I, I get it. It makes sense now. I, I was always really curious about where the name came from, but that, yeah, that makes but it was just made now. up. It's just yeah. two things put together. And yeah. And then it's kind of stuck and I like it cause it's super unique where a lot of people do, which I love a lot of people do plays on like horror um, movies and stuff like that. And I guess mine is just, I mean, there's a lot of like there's spooky rice and stuff like that, but there's a lot of um, it's very different having like those two names, I guess it's yeah. Distinct. So very cool. Yeah. If it makes, <laughs> I, I can empathize with your putting two random words together for your, your Tumblr, Tumblr name. My live <laughs> journal name was just two random words of thing, two things that I liked. And I was like, this works. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Also dating myself because live journal came before <laughs> yeah. Tumblr. Yeah. No, I remember it though. Don't worry. <laughs> um, so what is your favorite Mike Flanagan film? Oh yeah. Oh God. I feel like it's it's well I mean Gerald's game would have to be it for me um which was very surprising because I loved um the book so much I read the book when um I was a teenager and I was I'm not a big like I'm not an avid reader I have dyslexia and I find it really hard to like get into a book I normally listen to audiobooks um so I read that and that was the first book I've ever sat down I just read in one sitting like I was just obsessed with it I thought it was so amazing and so years and years later obviously when they said they were going to turn it into a Netflix movie I was I was like there's no way they can do this and they did it and they put so much like it was so raw and have you seen it? Yes, it I've just, seen it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just such a powerful message and so emotional. And I was just really blown away. But before that, I had seen um, uh, Before I Wake, which was a film that didn't really get a proper release by him. Yeah. And I was always blown away by that film and the fact that no one talked about it. So when I kind of figured out who Mike Flanagan was um, and like put all those pieces together, I was like, he really has an interesting way of telling stories. So, yeah. Yeah. Now I call him my BFF because I've like spoke to him once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you, you've had the chance to talk to amazing creators on your channel recently, like Mike Flanagan. How did that opportunity come about? Um, he actually said, oh, I think when Gerald's Game came out that year for Halloween, I dressed up as um, the main character and I had like a night robe on and I had like did the handcuffs and I had like these special effects, like my, yeah, yeah, it's pretty, pretty bloody and gross. Um, and he, someone I posted on Twitter and then people just started re, like sharing it. And then he saw it and he started following me. And then um, years later, I don't know what he asked me if I could, cause I'm a rotten tomatoes or tomatoes, depending where you're from. <laughs> <laughs> um, certified critic. He asked me uh, how it goes about like getting, um, I think it was before I wake um, getting that put onto um, rotten tomatoes, tomatoes. <laughs> um, so, uh, so we went, we talked back and forth in the DMS like that. And then um, when I, I think he sent me as well, he sent me the, like the screener for um, the Haunting of Bly Manor. He like made sure I got it on my Netflix. Because when you uh, get screeners from Netflix, it just like pops up on your Netflix and you're mm-hmm. like, where, where did this come from? <laughs> um, it's pretty cool. Um, so he gave me that. Um, and he was just so, always so nice to me. Um, so when I decided to do that video, I was going to do it anyway. And I just messaged him and said, I might as well try. Like I yeah. kind of talked to him, so I might as well try. So I just, and he was really happy to do it. And I said, oh, you know, you can, if you want, you can just like, I can type you some like questions and you can answer them, like whatever you're free to do. Cause he was working on midnight mass um, then. 
And yeah, he was like, no, I'll send you some videos. And he sent me like four, no, like eight videos or something like that. And then in one of them, he said, I don't know if you saw the intro. He's like, my, one of my favorite reviewers. I'm yeah. like literally sweating. <laughs> I'm like, what is happening? But yeah, he was always really nice. So yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. He <laughs> seems really nice. And the video, the video is great. So thank you. Um, I think my favorite movie of his is probably Hush. I haven't watched oh, yeah. Gerald's Game in a really long time and I've never read the book. Um, so, but I always, I've watched Hush a couple times, a few times yeah. and I always, I just like it so much cause it's so creepy. Yeah. It's really, yeah. It's really interesting how they like blocked the whole thing. Like it's in such a small space. So yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I also really loved your video defending Blair Witch Book of Shadows. <laughs> um, and I actually, I don't think it's that bad. So what inspired you to make that video? Is that like, do you get shit for that all the time or um well it's kind of like an in joke as well I I sorry I'm not meaning to bring up my patrons to like but um <laughs> that's a big part of my channel because I do like bonus videos on there and I talk a lot to them so that's like my kind of tight-knit community um so in there we always joked about how I liked it and I I always talk about that it was really bad all the time I got like <laughs> really drunk at like a wedding and I'm like texting my oh my like discord and we're talking about it and I'm like it's the best ever which yeah I'm such a weirdo but anyway um so I've always been into that I just uh I guess whenever people get into horror that's like the the time period they love and for me it was around that kind of time period like early 2000s um that's when I used to go and like rent everything from blockbuster and like you know bring them home and watch all these like cheesy um horror movies um so yeah I just got really into it and I just always thought it was like such a cool movie and I know it's lame but it, I still love it so um I don't know I think I was just sometimes I have like a list of like 200 video ideas and I just kind of pick for them from them depending on how I feel and what I'm passionate about at the time um and I was just like you know what I really want to do a video on this and I had just done a video on um oh my gosh why am I blanking the Megan Fox um, uh, Jennifer's body yes Jennifer's body yeah I done like a video not defend well it's kind of like the same format yeah. where I just like talk about it so um I, I really enjoy doing that so I was like I should just do one I'll just start doing it and then yeah just turn into the video that yeah. week so <laughs> um I think it was a long time coming in short yeah. form <laughs> awesome yeah and I also I don't I can't remember your opinion on Blair Witch 2016 but I actually I like that one too yeah, no, I do. I do like it. I actually have a prop from it as well, which is so crazy. Oh, cool. I got it when I was in America by this. Oh my God. The random people that watch your channel, you have not like, it's just so crazy. <laughs> Somebody came up to you in America and was like, here's a prop from Blair Witch 2016. <laughs> no, um, this, uh, I, I guess I can say, I'll say it on here. Um, the, there's a producer, um, a very famous producer, Roy Lee. He, his like daughter invented like the Lego movies, like oh. came up with the idea. Um, he did like Bates Motel. He did like bunch of horror movies. Um, he did it. Um, and, um, the new it. And, uh, he just randomly messaged me one time. Like when I first started my channel, he like emailed me and I thought it was a joke. And I said, oh, oh yeah, if it's really you, cause I looked up his IMDb and it's insane. And so I said, if it's really you, um, Skype me. And then he Skyped me and I just didn't even know what to say <laughs> because it's like, he had like a model of, um, Bates motel in his office. And he's like in this like big ass, like, I don't know, in the middle of Hollywood. And I was just like, Oh my God. And, um, anyway, we kept in contact. He just watched my videos. And then when we were going to LA, I'd never been to, um, America and I just, he messaged me about something and I responded. And I think we were talking about, um, it was around that time. The second one came out maybe. 
maybe not. I don't know. But anytime we were talking about something and um, I said, oh, by the way, I'm coming to, um, to LA. And he said, oh, cool. Come by my office. So we went there, me and my partner. And we're just kind of awkwardly sat there because what do we even say? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just weird. Um, but yeah, he had this prop from the Adam Wingard um, version of uh, like a sequel of Blair Witch. And he said that he didn't want it. And I said, well, put it in my car. <laughs> and then I had to figure out how to get literal sticks into my country, which you know, like customs, yeah. that's like number one, no, no, bringing yeah. like <laughs> debris. So <laughs> we actually got it um, framed professionally and le- and then um, shipped it over and then said it was art. So I'm oh. kind of outing myself. But <laughs> Pro <laughs> so tip, I- good tip for yeah. anyone who wants to get, get contraband between yeah. countries. <laughs> yeah. So I did. I never thought I'd see it again, to be honest. I thought I'd get caught up in customs. But when he said he was just going to get rid of it, I'm like, what can, what am I meant to do? Like, I can't, you know. Yeah, you can't so, yeah. be like, thanks for this, but no, I can't. Yeah, I can't get it it's yeah. huge too. I would show you, but I don't want to like mess with my mics, but it's yeah, like yeah. big one. <laughs> so when I watched the movie, I watched the movie again recently and I was trying to look to see what which one's bundled up like my <laughs> I was like, I wonder if I can see it. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Did you find it? no there's like thousands in that shot as well they're in the woods yeah and you can't tell like what size they are compared to the people and yeah the weird story so a lot of weird things happen when you start a youtube channel that i did not expect that being number one (laughs) well it sounds like you've gotten the attention of a lot of awesome people so that's that's awesome yeah, yeah. It's only um the only person I I've been trying to stalk for years is Lee Winnell. <laughs> he just will not reply to anything I do. And it's kind of Aww. become a joke at this point. Cause that poster there, the Invisible Man one, um, I did a screening for that um with Universal. So they let me host a screening. And so they even gave me a poster that was signed by him. Obviously, he didn't sign it for me. He like obviously yeah. signed for a couple, but I'm like, I tagged him in like all these posts. So it's so sad. I think he's like actually avoiding me, but that's okay. It's just because he's Australian. I'm always like, come on, dude. Like we got to talk one time, but yeah. Yeah. I actually, earlier today, I watched your um, like top 20 Australian horror movies and you had Saw in there and I was like, what? And then. Yeah. I claim it so hard. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't know. I didn't know he was Australian. So. Oh, really? Yeah. I had no idea. And I also. I didn't, I never rewatched the first Saw until right before Spiral came out. Um, I saw, I saw it in theaters in 2004 and then I just refused Mm -hmm. to rewatch it. But uh, because I totally forgot he was in it Mm. too. So I was like, oh, that's, oh yeah, it's Lee Warnell. He's in this. And he, he, and he wrote it. Yeah, and he's, like, a pretty big, like, he was, like, a soap actor here for ages, so. Oh, really? Yeah, so he was on, like, a few, um, yeah, dramas back at at the start of his career. But, Uh yeah. Nice. And he's in um Cooties as well. I haven't seen that. Oh, okay. He's just randomly in it. Like he's just sometimes he just pops up, and I'm like, so yeah. It's cool though. Yeah. Um, it's cool at how many Australians are in like in the horror um, industry over there, especially like you know James Wan. He's Malaysian yeah. Australian, so yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> awesome. I claim it, obviously. Hardcore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. So besides Blair Witch, Book of Shadows, what would you say is your favorite sequel in the horror world? Oh, sequel. Oh my gosh. You've got me off guard. I'm like, there's got to be an answer to this. 
Oh, you know, oh my God, no, that's going to make me sound even worse. Um, <laughs> because something that sounds, makes me sound better than, um, I still know what you did last summer. <laughs> I love that. I rewatched so it like good. last year and I was like, I, I remembered every line because I used to have it on VHS yes. and I just watched it over and over like days in a row. And I don't, I just remember all the lines and I was like, why do oh I my, know all this? It's so, so good. <laughs> And Jack Black is just yeah. so awkward, and I love that. But yeah. there's got to be a be- I can't <laughs> think of a better one. There's got to be a better one than that. I mean, Creep's pretty good. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I do like the first one better, but I can't think of a good sequel. That's a it's a good question. All right, well, <laughs> I wish we I could go back, back to you on that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you think of something while we're talking, let yeah. me know. <laughs> um, yeah. what's your favorite subgenre in horror? Ooh, that's a good one too, because it depends how it's done. I mean, psychological probably would make more sense for me um but I love like paranormal um and I like films about aliens but there's not many good ones about aliens unfortunately I think I like topics more than I like subgenres, mm-hmm. but there's more ones I kind of um steer away from which is like kind of action or like usually vampires and werewolves aren't like a big thing for me but I feel like there have been a lot of really good um werewolves um werewolf movies um recently coming out um yeah, I don't know. Yeah, psychological, I guess, which is a boring answer. <laughs> no, I, I love psychological. I like, I think I like psychological and like gothic horror the best. Mm. So, like Crimson Peak, like what kind of gothic? Like um, The Others or mm-hmm. The Woman in White. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The yeah. one with Daniel Radcliffe. So, yeah. Oh, that's The Woman in Black. But the I think in it's black. Based on the yes. Woman in Black. Yes. But no, yeah, it's the based others. on The Woman in Black. I just oh, had the okay. wrong the wrong color. <laughs> I swear there is one though that's like isn't that the tail? That's the ghost tail. Anyway. There's <laughs> um there I there is another story. Um I have a a composer wrote a musical based on it, which may have made its way to Australia. <laughs> I saw it on Broadway, but oh, wow. I don't remember where else it's been. So I love the others though. Another yes. one that I claim because of Nicole Kidman, obviously. Although she was born in Hawaii. I don't know if you knew yes, that. Yes, I, I saw that in your video. So <laughs> oh yeah, okay, there you go. Because people pull me up on that because I'm like, she's Australian. Um, I love the others. That's another um video I really want to do, like a love letter to the others, because it's such a good movie. It's, it's so it's, creepy. Amazing. It's one of those first movies that had that like unique twist before it was done like a hundred times. So yeah, you just weren't expecting it. I think it's right up there with Sixth Sense. Like those kind of movies go together, double yeah. feature. Yeah, I recently found a two disc set of the others in a thrift shop here in mm. New York. So I bought that. I don't know what's on the second disc. Yet. Yeah, creepy. But it was it was three dollars. So oh wow. In that same store, I found a blank. VHS for sale for a dollar. I did not buy it. Oh my gosh! Why not? Because <laughs> it's probably <laughs> it's probably homemade porn. <laughs> I don't need that. Or it's the ring. So yeah, yeah, way. yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, who are your favorite horror directors? Um, yeah, that's a good question. Horror directors, because like my favorite directors aren't really horror directors, to be honest. Um, cause I like Gaspar Noé and, um, Todd Solondz, which is just disturbing film really. Um, but I guess like Gaspar's done a couple of horror movies, but I mean, Mike Flanagan would be up there because of the unique way he brings, I don't know. He just 
draws out the stories. I just really like people who do different kinds of stories. Um, and I know he does a lot of ghost stories, but he approaches them in such a careful way, which I think is really interesting. But I don't think I have a favorite um, actual, I mean, Ari Aster, but again, he doesn't even say that his films are horror. So <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I'm on the, I'm trying to think. Oh, Jordan Peele. Um, I love Us. Like Us is one of my favorite horror movies. I think it's just one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. And I can't believe there's such like discussion about whether it's good or not. I'm like, come on, guys. <laughs> I think I think it's people are comparing it too much against like Get Out. Yeah, I me too. Like Get Out more. So I don't know how. I mean, I love Get Out. Don't get me wrong, but oh my gosh, I was just <laughs> blown away by that movie. It was so interesting because it came out two weeks after, um, like here after it came out in America, and I was so worried about spoilers. And then I sat down, and the first like five seconds, this like you know the title comes up, and it's like they're the underground system in between, and I'm like, what the heck is this movie about? Why was I worried about spoilers? <laughs> like, it is not what I thought at all. I was just so blown away, and like the fight scene in that movie is just like one of the most amazing things ever. Like, gives me chills. So, um, yeah, I think like all of the new directors are just all the ones who are working right now are kind of my favorites, which is kind of I guess a lot of people probably say like John Carpenter and stuff like that, but um, I, I really like new horror and the direction it's going in. I think it's so interesting. Yeah. So since you kind of have the um, the inside connection to Mike Flanagan, have you watched <laughs> Midnight Mass yet? No, I haven't. I was I was waiting to see if he's going to send me the screen up, but he hasn't. <laughs> I'm like, when do I start annoying him? But it's fine. I'll watch it when it comes out. I'm sure I'm going to like binge it anyway. Um, and I don't mind. Sometimes, and this is going to sound like pretty pretentious, but sometimes it's it, it's hard seeing a movie or something before it comes out because then you want to talk about it to everyone. Yeah. And then you're that annoying person who's like, I've seen it, but I can't say anything. And I hate that. So um, sometimes it's best to see it when everyone comes, like when it comes out anyway. I hope it's all, I think it's all coming out at the same time. Um, yeah, I'm not that's sure usually like how episodes. Netflix. Yeah. I'm not into the one, one a week. I know it sounds so bratty, yeah. but I can't. I actually just wait until the whole series is out. I'm waiting for a couple of um, things to finish. Nine Perfect Strangers and Wentworth. I don't know if you know Wentworth. It's like a know. very famous prison show. Australian. <laughs> I don't know why I'm going so hard for Australia. It's like one of the best prison shows. Like Orange is New Black is pretty much based on it. Um, oh, okay. It's very famous. And um, so famous you haven't heard of it. <laughs> um, um, it was a show in the eighties about an all women's prison and then they revived it like, yeah, 10 years ago. And it's the last season anyway. So I'm waiting for that all to come out so That's I can cool. binge it. Cause I find it so hard to get back into things like once a week. I'm not really that kind of, I like to sit down and like watch five yeah. hours at a time, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like all good millennials. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, that's why I don't watch a lot of TV. It's because sometimes it is the one episode a week that they put on and I just, I can't be bothered. I want to yeah. watch it all at once. So. Yeah. It's kind of hard to keep that suspense I find. And then by the time you go back to watch the next episode, you're like, wait, what was the cliffhanger? Oh yeah, yeah. that's right. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> no. And it's fun having like six different cl cliffhangers in a one, one sitting <laughs> instead of, you know, <laughs> waiting for the whole movie to peak once. Yeah. We're but, so yeah. spoiled. Yeah, we are. It's really bad. So bad. Um, I'm looking forward to Midnight Mass because Stephen King just apparently gave it his thumbs up. Yeah. So. Yeah, I saw that. People sent me the um the tweet. Yeah, yeah. It, we'll see. I mean, also, <laughs> did you watch um uh Lizzie's story? No. The Stephen King. Oh my god, that was not very good. Um, it was oh, based okay. on his. 
based on Stephen King's favorite book that he's ever written. Um, and it was an Apple Plus, Apple Plus, is that what you call it? Apple TV yeah. um, show. And um, yeah, he helped write it, which is very rare for him. So he did like the screenplay as well. Um, and it was, it was really not, not great. <laughs> And um, I don't know, like sometimes I love Stephen King, don't get me wrong. Obviously, like lots of my favorite movies um, and favorite books are by him. But um, sometimes I feel like his judgment, like, well, maybe, you know, it's his person, it's his personal opinion. But sometimes I just guess I don't like line up with that. Um, so we'll see. I'm, I mean, I'm still pretty, um, pretty pleased for uh, Midnight Mass and pretty interested because it is a different subject matter that um, Mike Flanagan doesn't normally approach like religion and it seems like you know like cultish almost in that little town so um, yeah it should be interesting but yeah Stephen King hasn't sold me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay well fingers crossed that it's it's good. (laughs) I will. I await await your video before you comment on it. (laughs) Because obviously my opinion of it is much better than Stephen King's. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's why you're BFF with my client. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's like so. That's what's so exciting is when you talk to those like Mike Flanagan. Like this is super rare for me, but when you know I talk to him, I'm like I'm one degree away from Stephen King right now. (laughs) It's insane. My my aunt lives in Maine, and she said that she ran into Stephen King in like a like a drugstore once. She didn't wow. bother him yet, but she saw him. So that sounds like a horror movie in itself. Like just things <laughs> that would be a good movie, a movie about Stephen King, him in a horror movie. I love that. Anyway, <laughs> I'll tell Mike Flanagan. Yeah, <laughs> get, get onto it. <laughs> maybe Stephen King will produce it. Yeah, maybe. Probably. Hopefully not. <laughs> So what is your favorite horror franchise? Oh, God. Yeah, you guys go so hard on the franchises in America. I'm not a big franchise person because um, I don't like, like, I'm not a big, it's so weird to connect to them, but I'm not a big superhero kind of thing. And then I feel like that, it, you know, with the Friday the 13s and the um, yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street, it becomes like this big um, villain kind of action movie. So um, I'm not a huge franchise fan. I'm trying to <laughs> ask me so many good questions. I'm like, what movies do I even like? <laughs> um, uh, so, I mean, we talked about Creep. Does that work? Yeah. That's a franchise. Yeah, sure. They're writing a, they're writing a third. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I should have said as well, Mark Duplass is one of my favorite, I guess, directors, yeah. but pro- producers as well. But he doesn't do just obviously horror movies again. Um, what am I trying to think? My favorite, one of my favorite franchises. I love Puppet Master. That's a good answer. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, I think that's really cool and creative and strange and just weird. And it's one of those movies that I can like watch on the background and you just look over sometimes and like the weirdest, I don't know, um, movie is out. Like there's... I think there's like 10 or 11 of them. I like Hellraiser as well. I think Hellraiser again is something that is just so creative and um, interesting. I just love the first one as well. It's just amazing. But um, in terms of like the big three, like I probably put Nightmare on Elm Street first, but I'm not a big Halloween fan or anything like that. Not that I don't like it. I'm just not a big, yeah. yeah. I'm not a big Halloween fan either. Um, I watched the first one back in 2018 for the first time and I was like, this oh, wow. is scary. So yeah, yeah. I spent a lot of the, I mean, send your hate tweets to me. I watched, yeah. I caught up on a lot of during the pandemic, a lot of like the old classic horror movies that mm-hmm. I had never seen before, like Friday the 13th and um, Nightmare on Elm Street and Hellraiser. Mm-hmm. I just watched, watched for the first time this year. And a lot of them, I was just like, this is just not scary. 
And they're like, yeah. I just needed, you're just a little bit too old. No yeah. <laughs> Desensitized. Like, yeah. I was like, I've seen Saw. I'm good. Yeah. 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 It's interesting like that, how different everything is now. Yeah. Um, And more psychological. Yeah. Today is the, I saw on Twitter, um, today is the 16th anniversary of the teen horror, teen horror slasher movie, Cry Wolf that came out in 2005, which I love. I love that movie. Have you ever seen it? Yeah. I don't, it's the one, isn't the cover like some, it's like a, isn't it like a school, a boarding school? Yeah, and it's like yeah. a, the cover is like a, an like orange ski mask. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, is it one of like the Who Done It? Like, who is the actual? Mm-hmm. Is it that the whole thing? Yeah. yeah. I kind of remember. I think yeah. I remember watching it on, you know, renting it. But um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe I'll like give it another the watch. Best, but it's yeah. just this movie that I have a special place in my heart for. Okay, so. I'll need to rewatch it then. <laughs> I mean, it's fun, and the ending is always just so creepy. Oh, yeah. cool. Who's your favorite final girl? Oh, God. I don't really have one. <laughs> I'm like not giving you any good answers. I'm so sorry. Um, final girl. Um, I mean, yeah, like Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> no, I like, you know what? Actually, I can say like kind of controversial, but Gail Weathers, she's final girl. She kicks ass and she like saves them all in one of them. She's, yeah. I mean, in most of them, actually. I love her and I don't understand why. I mean, she is a little bit of an awful human being, but um, I feel like she has the best like character arc out of all of them in throughout the whole Scream series. Um, and I like her the most, to be honest. Maybe right. not the fringe situation, but um, oh, yeah. <laughs> she got her redemption. <laughs> she will never live that down. <laughs> no, oh. she will not. But yeah, I think Gail Weathers. I love her. I think she's great. <laughs> oh, that's a great answer. Nobody's ever said that before, so that's awesome. <laughs> I don't. I think it's probably very unpopular. <laughs> I should put that in an unpopular video, actually. <laughs> yeah, in defense of Gail Weathers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would um, work. Are you looking forward to the next Scream movie that's coming out? Yes. Maybe? Yeah. It's so confusing. Have you read any of like the interviews and stuff about that? I haven't. Um, I've had friends tell me they're like somebody from the original three are going to have to die if they want to continue this on, which I really yeah. want to do, But There was this very weird um, interview that uh, I was going to say Gail Weathers, that <laughs> Courtney Cox um, gave um, some magazine. I don't know if there were, she was like walking and she was just splouting out like just random things because she starts saying how it's like, it's going to be really creepy, but then also really funny. And it's going to be a sequel, but not. And then it's going to be, and she keeps saying all of these like contradicting like statements. And I'm like, what is going on? They're like, we want it to be like really old horror, but we also want it to be really modern. And I'm like, oh, this is really scary. And then they actually brought up us, like the movie us. They said, we want it to be like us. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, you don't have to be like anything. You're scream. Yeah. <laughs> like you, could, you got your own, you know, you paved that, you know, way. So it is a little bit, worrying um I hope it's just gonna knock everyone out of the water but you, you don't know until it happens unfortunately it's a bit scary with the whole like Wes Craven um oh you can see Grom coming in <laughs> Wes Craven um thing sorry Grom can you not cry sorry my dog's crying for anyone listening oh, it's okay <laughs> um yeah I I do worry and I think a lot of people are a bit scared about Wes Craven not being in this one so <sighs> scary Fingers crossed. I don't know. Yeah. I'm hoping for it's good. Yeah. um, I'm probably not going to read anything about it. I wasn't a huge fan of Scream 4. I watched it once once, Mm -hmm. um, again last year and it was fine. But 
my unpopular horror movie opinion is that I love Scream 3. So okay. I was really mad when they were making Scream 4. Oh. I was like, I like that all, was the perfect ending. Oh, really? The trilogy. And then I was like, now you're ruining it. But yeah. Whatever. Well, it should be really interesting what happens because people are going to be mad either way. I just know it. People get so mad these days. It's insane. Yeah. 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 Um, I, yeah, I hope they don't try to make it something other than what it is. Like stay in your lane scream. You don't yeah. I think so too. Feel. Yeah. So. I think so too. And that's why it was really scary reading what, cause I normally don't read these kinds of things, but it didn't have any spoilers or anything. And I was like, I think she's just trying to throw people off. <laughs> like, but um, yeah, it's, it is like the whole idea of Scream is it's meant to be like this, you know, meta kind of story about, you know, slashes and, um, you know, take the mickey out of it. And it's, it's like it has its own kind of formula that it's perfected and then it created and all these other movies have tried to like, you know, rip off. So I don't understand why they would change that completely. But it's also very strange to do another one, like now that Wes Craven is gone, to like do another one. Um, like I don't understand the purpose unless it is to do a final you know, as you said, like someone's going to die. I don't think they, they want to carry it on past that. I hope not. Yeah. I understand if they did a final tribute to him, but I just don't understand other than that. What's the point other than money? Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm afraid it's going to be a cash grab, but I hope not. Yeah. I hope it's just going to be a huge like tribute to him, to be honest. Yeah. I have to ask, what is your dog's name and what breed of dog is <laughs> Oh, it's Gromit and he's a greyhound. I thought that's what I thought. That's what he looked like. <laughs> he's so cute. How old is he? He's five. Oh. <laughs> um, what are your top five favorite Australian horror movies? <laughs> I have to ask. God, I'm, I'm trying to name five horror movies. Um, Patrick is a really good one from, I want to say, 70s, late 70s. Um, it's about a, a guy in the hospital um, who's meant to be in a coma and he starts like, you know, controlling everyone around him um uh that's it's a really good one and that's been redone i think in the early 2000s um that's quite a famous one um picnic at hanging rock which a lot of people don't think is a horror movie but it's pretty terrifying based on the book i actually thought it was a real place like nearly my whole life <laughs> it is a real place but i thought it really like happened there which oh. is about a bunch of schoolgirls who go um to this hanging rock which is a place in victoria and um disappear and it's like this fever dream kind of situation um and yeah it's it's just quite dark um <laughs> running out um lake mungo i guess is a it's a is a great one yeah. um one that a lot of people talk about overseas very um intense sad yeah. yeah yeah just like really um yeah gloomy which is like probably yeah. a bad way to describe it but it's a found footage um about um a family who's dealing with the grieving of their um gr- grieving their one one of their family members um dying and um how they deal with that and then finding activity paranormal activity <laughs> um so yeah that one's like really a really good and really interesting one um Babadook is a great one I think as well um also another one that is dealing with um, like real traumas from people and um, again grieving it's about um, a mother grieving her um, partner and um, her dealing with her um, kid and um, <laughs> Bubba Dog. Like, how do you explain that and then the Bubba yeah. Dog happens <laughs> um, such a good um, 
yeah, metaphor for, for grief and loss and dealing with all of that. So that's that's a really good one. And um, directed by is this Jennifer Kent, I believe that's yeah. the director. Yeah, and um, she's so fascinating because um, fun fact, when I um, used to speak to Roy Lee, the, the um, producer in America, he was trying to get the rights to um, do a Babadook series and oh. she kept saying no. And he told oh. me that story and I was like, yes, like that's so great we do not not need a Babadook yeah and it's because a lot of people take Babadook and like make him into like this fun character which is I love that that's fine but not in a series where they completely change the meaning um and then I think I have one left I'll just say um Wolf Creek because Wolf Creek I think is like such a good solid um horror movie but also I feel like it's really realistic <laughs> which people probably don't agree with um about does this you know, happen often in Australia <laughs> <laughs> well uh, <laughs> well there's just some yeah there's some psychos out there to be honest um yeah about a bunch of tourists who go up in the bush and Wolf Creek is a real place um and they go up and um a man is a psycho to them and it was it's kind of like a hostel situation but in the outback I'd say that <laughs> that doesn't sound fun no, it does not. But it's quite, yeah, it's funny. The second one, I don't know if you've seen it, but they like turn it into a comedy at some point. Mm. <laughs> the guy starts like asking them like trivia about Australia. And if they win, like they don't get like their fingers chopped off and stuff. <laughs> it's oh, just well, like nice. so wild. Um, and then they have a TV series as well. I haven't watched that though. But um... That is so weird that they would make a TV series out of like a torture porn movie. Yeah, it but is. You Australians, you are so dark. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, we've got such the um the landscape for good horror. Yeah, um, yeah. So there's a, there's a lot of good um movies out here, but I think Wolf Creek's really good because I don't know, it just has the it has a very Australian feel like about the whole thing. Like it, yeah, we laugh. Australians laugh while they watch it while everyone is else is scared. <laughs> That's like um. I heard that people in Sweden laughed when they watched Midsommar in theaters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen Wolf Creek. The only movies on that list that I've seen are The Babadook and like Mungo. I haven't watched Wolf Creek because I really can't deal with like torture. That t- yeah, torture. Yeah. I don't know. It's like really gritty as well, like early 2000s, just like gritty and yeah. Yeah. It's like Jeepers Creepers, but in Australia, I guess. Mm. <laughs> I've, I've never seen Jeepers Creepers either. Oh, really? So, Justin yeah. Long, though. We love him. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't. I actually didn't even know he was in that. So. Oh, my God. All right. Maybe I have to go back now. But is there a yeah. lot of gore? I didn't think there was gore in that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. But that's the whole the whole thing is like he's like cutting people's bodies apart. But oh. anyway. Yeah. All right. Awesome. awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Maybe I'm not going to watch that. So this, you're, you're one of your last, last things that you said kind of leads into this. Is there a situate, a region of Australia that hasn't been explored for the setting of a horror movie that you think would make a great Mm. setting? Region. Hmm. It's hard. We have a lot of different, um, just like America, like a different, um, landscapes. And I think a lot of people get that wrong about Australia. Like it snowed in my state this past winter and, um, you know, we have everything from the beach to the rainforest to the desert. So oh, it's hard. I mean, maybe even just in a city, like there's not a lot of stuff that there's just not a lot of just normal horror movies here. It's always got to be about, you know, some animal <laughs> like a crocodile um, or, um, you know, some tourists getting messed up by someone out back. Um, that, yeah, a really good movie actually is um, The Long Weekend, which is about like this couple that go out 
um, for a weekend and uh, wildlife turns against them. And it's like this weird psychological, it's just a weird movie. Um, but I like that idea of like marrying those things, but I feel like it's been done a lot. So that's, so it's hard to know. And then, yeah, there's a lot of, I don't know. That's a good question. I would say just normal landscapes, like inner city horror, isn't really something that they do here. And when they do it, they, you know, say it's America, like in the Matrix that was filmed here. <laughs> so, oh, you know, yeah, lots of like horror movies um, are filmed here. So yeah, it's they don't they just don't like saying it's inner city Australia, I guess. And I live in the middle of the city, so it'd be cool to see something just a normal horror movie, you know. Yeah. That is probably cool. not the answer you're looking for. Sorry. Oh, no, no. In a city is fine. You've seen all the yeah. Australia, all the Australian horror and I have not. Yeah. But yeah, I, whenever I think, whenever I see like trailers or whenever I actually watch an Australian horror movie, it's always in the outback. Yeah, exactly. So it'd be nice to. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything else, like any cool landscape, but no. I mean, the Nightingale was in like the Tasmanian mm. outback or whatever. That was like a Yeah. well especially back then like there's nothing around but yeah (laughs) um so have you ever been to any haunted buildings or spots in australia um yeah uh the Fremantle prison which is just a prison um in my state is very haunted um one of the last people which is gonna be crazy for you one of the last people who like you know killed on death row um you know that doesn't happen anymore here Um, (laughs) was hanged there um and that has such a creepy um vibe because you can do tours and you know it's just like walking through the gallows like people faint and stuff um it's like pretty haunted there um I don't do a lot of looking for haunt. I mean, it has a lot of history so there's always something that's haunted um I have you ever heard of Amy's Crypt do you know who she is Nope. She is this amazing, um, she has a YouTube channel and uh, she lives in South Australia, um, which is a state. It gets, it gets very confusing yeah. for people because there's West Australia and South Australia. They're both <laughs> states. <laughs> um, and uh, she explores all haunted um, different locations all over the world, but especially, I guess, during pandemic, a lot in Australia. And she literally just goes out and spends like the night at, you know, some cemetery, which is really creepy. But yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, not a, other than like that kind of haunting. I normally look for haunted places when I travel more, <laughs> but you're right. Like there's so many haunted places, yes, buildings and things like that, but nothing that I've done like a ghost tour or anything of. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Where, where have you gone that's haunted when you've traveled? Oh, all over. Every, every place I go, I try and find like a haunted tour. So I've, I've done them in like Stockholm, in Rome, um Prague like all over um even like in America I went to um I mean we went to um oh my god Alcatraz and just did some haunted like when you travel basically you just google the town and (laughs) haunted tour and something always pops up um we did a really cool one in York in um England and they have some of the most haunted like I don't know, just like all these like really haunted uh, like cobblestone streets and um, pubs and stuff. And you go into a pub there and you're like, you know, you get, you get your pint and you sit down and then you're like, okay, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And then on the way to the bathroom, you see like a picture and it's like, this is the woman who normally stands on the staircase. This is a photo someone took of her. And you're just like finding all these haunted things all the time. And you're like, this is, should I even be here? <laughs> like, should they make me sign a waiver before I walked in? I had no idea. So yeah, it's That's cool being in places that have a lot of history, I guess. 
Yeah, definitely. I do the same thing when I travel. Is it like, I oh, look cool. The, I look for the ghost walking tours and whatnot. So. Yeah. It's so okay. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because you learn in... a lot of history too when you do Yeah. That. Of course. It's the best way to learn history, unfortunately. So <laughs> though, um, unfortunately though, when I went to LA, I went to the museum of death. Have you ever been there? I have not. I haven't been to LA since I was like 11. Oh, so. I would highly, I would not recommend it. It was the oh, most okay. terrifying thing I've ever done in my life because it was just like glorifying like different deaths, not even just, I think it was more focused in America, but, um, and in that like just controversial things that have happened but you see photos of everything and it's just I can't believe that there's photos of like victims and things that people have done to them really disgusting things people have done to them on the walls I was like I I can't believe I paid to like it's just so weird so sometimes it gets real dark (laughs) oh I did not even know that place existed oh yeah it's a it's a big deal and also I went oh there's one in um uh, New Orleans, I think as well, or maybe, yeah, I think so. Um, and then I went to the Zach Baggins one in, um, <laughs> Vegas, in which Vegas. I thought I'm like, yeah, have you been to it? I haven't, I've never been to Las Vegas, but I, I hear, um, the, uh, it's either the ghouls next door podcast or, and that's why we drink podcast. They mention it a lot. So it's, I thought it was going to be like, I'm like, this is going to be hilarious. Um, and <laughs> I went went there and actually met up with another YouTuber, um, Carnage Candy, Lizzie. And we went there and I was like, this is going to be so funny and so stupid. And I tell you, I've never been so scared in my life. It was 100% <laughs> real. And I could not even believe it. Like when we were on our tour, um, I think there was like eight people. Someone got a nosebleed. The other, per- like two people had to drop out because they were so scared. Like it was for real. Like someone's nose just started bleeding and wouldn't stop when they came in there. Like it, it, it was, oh my God. it was, yeah. And I don't even know if I believe that stuff, but there was something going on in that building and I'd never experienced anything like that. So I highly recommend because it will change your mind because you know him and you think like, oh my God, this is going to be hilarious, but it really <laughs> was not. I was so scared. <laughs> oh, my. okay. So now I have two reasons to go to Vegas. I have that and the Cirque du Soleil Beatles show. <laughs> yeah. But otherwise Vegas doesn't interest me. So Vegas is so interesting. I think it's just because it's just like, it's real but not real I don't know it's 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 the strangest place yeah (laughs) but yeah Um, I mean there's not much to see (laughs) yeah um so why do you think the people who seem perfectly sane love the horror genre (laughs) do do they seem perfectly sane (laughs) um I don't I think that they just like exploring I think they're curious but I definitely don't think anyone's perfectly sane (laughs) um yeah I just think people like I think it's healthy to um, explore and be curious about things and I'd rather you know do that in, in a way that's entertainment than any other way I think it's I think it's perfectly fine to be sitting in your house and watching a movie which is something that I get um, that gets brought up a lot when I watch really disturbing movies and I get feedback with people saying I can't believe you watch this like you're such a psycho I'm like it is a movie like it's not like I'm going out and doing anything or you know you know what I mean yeah um, but yeah I don't know that's a great question what do you think <laughs> Um, I think we just like the rush of like being scared, mm. but like, we're also safe because we're on our couch. Yeah. Yeah. I never really, I mean, I get scared in the moment for sure, but I don't, I don't understand. Like, it's so funny. I'm sure you have the same thing where people in your life don't like horror, but they love like true crime. 
And it's this weird thing where I'm like, you realize what you're watching or listening to is real and so much more terrifying and you have a better chance of it happening to you. And horror for me, yeah, you get scared in the moment, but I, and maybe even the next day, like you're like kind of spooked a little bit, but I don't actually understand that whole notion that people think that we're like torturing ourselves or something by watching them. Because I get a lot of that, like, how can you watch that? Um, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also think that people who don't like horror just think that horror is only gore. Mm, yeah, that's horror true. Encompasses so much that like, yeah, you might like you can find a horror movie that they will like that somebody will like, and you'll be like, well, that's horror, and you'll be like, oh, okay, well, I like that type of horror. So yeah, you, you find, find that a lot when there's like a mainstream horror movie, and then they go and see it, and they're like, oh no, I like that, so it's not horror, and you're like, no, yeah, but that it's a that is horror. <laughs> yeah exactly I'm like no it's still horror <laughs> yeah um and so you're in Australia where they had a very strict lockdown um during COVID right mm-hmm. you guys mm-hmm. weren't allowed to leave the house at all except for like groceries mm-hmm. um so an article came out last year that said that horror movie fans were handling lockdown better than non-horror movie fans why do you think <laughs> that was because we're all like such introverted people <laughs> that just want to actually watch movies I it's uh, yeah, it's very hard here because it's like it's a very interesting situation what's going on one side of the country and the other side. Here we're out and we're completely fine, oh, okay. no masks, no nothing, but the other side of Australia is the, the side that's like having issues, which is why we have hard border lockdowns. So a lot of people are still in stuff right now, but they've been out and back in. It's it's like it's complicated. Um but yeah, I, I definitely think that um, especially for us people who like sitting down and reading or like watching horror movies and watching TV shows, like <laughs> it's kind of like a match made in heaven for a little while, as long as, you know, when we're lucky enough to be able to still work from home and stuff like that. Um, so I can under- totally understand that. And also prepared. Did you not have that moment where you're like, is this the zombie apocalypse? Yeah. Like I actually had that moment. I was like, it's actually happening. Um, So scary. And I feel like every horror fan, whether they like zombie films or not, have like they've gone through what would I actually do if this happened and I I have a meeting point with my partner if we weren't at home where we would meet because you got to like what happens if like the mist happens and you can't contact each other you know (laughs) and it's it seems silly at the time but now like it's it's pretty crazy when you think about it um yeah I I just think obviously we're well equipped because we were so used to being in dark rooms and watching really (laughs) scary things and then the tv starts showing really scary things and yeah I don't know. I guess, yeah, that would be the answer. Yeah, it's a great answer. I remember <laughs> when it first started, um, I had actually been in Portugal and I got back oh, on wow. March 12th to New York. Um, so I oh got back God. right in time. Um, oh my God. I did a tour of a government building on like the 10th <gasps> or the 11th and they were like, you guys are lucky. This is our last tour. We're shutting down all the government buildings after this. So I was like, oh, it's a good thing I'm going home after this. That's insane. Yeah. Um, everyone, I kept being like, should I postpone my trip? And everyone was mm. like, no, you're going to be fine. This is not going to be a big thing at all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Remember that? God. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Um, oh yeah. When the pandemic first started, I watched contagion. I watched outbreak. I watched the crazies. Everyone was like, what are you doing? <laughs> How crazy is contagion though? Like it is exactly yeah. the same. It's literally exacting. And I'm like, I, I see you. Oh my God. It's terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. It is. Yeah. yeah. It is such like a will. I mean, I know everyone has their own traumas and stuff, but it's such a real world horror 
movie that we're living through. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you decide what horror movie to watch when you're just want to relax and you're looking for something to watch? <laughs> I, um, luckily because I do those videos of what's coming out this month, I usually have like a couple on my list that I'm like, Oh yeah, cool. And then, um, because of like, uh, people, my viewers, I usually get a couple messages saying, Hey, I finally like checked out this from your list. And it's like, great. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. It just depends how I feel in that time, to be honest. Um, yeah, it's, it's hard because I have a lot of, pre- and I've let a lot of people pressure me into what to watch for a long time. Like, oh, we want to review on this. We want this, we want this. Um, so now I just try and watch what I'm actually interested in and I just leave the rest, but I try not to put too much pressure on myself. Um, and I also do a thing where I like watch normally like TV shows throughout the week, just something easy. Um, Cause I have a day job. So I watch like, you know, something easy throughout the week. And then on the weekend, I usually spend like five hours watching like back to back, like horror movies. Um, but yeah, it just depends what's coming out and what I feel like. Um, and thank God for like streaming platforms. There's just so, so much to choose from. So you can always find something that's going to fit that amount of time that you need. Um, and whether that be, yeah, what genre or whatever, like I just really just flick through. I try not to put too much thought or planning into it because I don't watch trailers or I try not to watch trailers and I try not to do too much research and just go in blind. Um, and then whenever a new movie comes out, I just make sure that I'm like, I get to see one of the first screenings. So yeah, that's kind of how I do it. Awesome. Are there any horror movies that you won't watch or that you won't watch ever again? Uh, <laughs> um, I won't, I probably won't watch the, the vomit doll trilogy thing. <laughs> I've heard really bad things about that. Have you heard that one? I, I don't know what Ooh, you're talking don't, don't. about. Yeah, good, good for you. <laughs> Vomit Doll uh, Trilogy. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So it's exactly right. what it sounds like. Um, nice. It's very underground kind of, yeah, Mm-mm, probably not for me. I've heard really bad things about the director as well. Um, but I think I'd, I'd pro- I've watched some really bad movies. I've, I watched Bunny Game. I don't know if you know about that one. Holy crap. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've watched some funny, really bad funny movies. Bunny Game or Funny Game? Bunny Game. Oh, I haven't heard of that. Funny one. game's good. <laughs> Funny game is not, is very scary. Um, very like just all torture. Um, oh. But I probably wouldn't watch Salo again. I try, but I just can't get through it. Okay. I just find it really hard, that one. But I think I'd watch, depending on if I'm in the mood, anything. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of sad. I don't really watch a lot of um, like B grade, you know, like Amazon scraping the bottom of the barrel kind of <laughs> movies where a lot of people like those kind of like sharknados and stuff like that mm-hmm. I'm yeah I just as we've discussed liked more like psychological movies and stuff so anything that seems interesting I'll give it a go cool have you seen a Serbian film yeah I have a review on it I really <laughs> like that film and everyone hates me for it <laughs> <laughs> I have to introduce you to uh my friend uh Matt Blasey I'll introduce you guys on Twitter because I think okay, cool. he sort of appreciates that film I don't want to put it out there that he likes it yeah <laughs> I think I think he appreciates it so yeah <laughs> oh I did a video recently talking about like disturbing movies and how I get a lot of hate for them and I just purposely didn't mention that movie because um I get like literal death threats on my review about it yeah Jesus. that's the one someone told me to go bald <laughs> on it like I hope you go bald <laughs> um in my comments but um it's very interesting because you can see the analytics from like the backside and uh I that's actually one of the videos that I gained the most amount of subscribers from which is very interesting because it's also the one I get the most amount of hate same with um Lords of Chaos the same I mean for very different reasons but um 
yeah I and I get it that's one of the movies I'm talking about when I'm saying I'm just watching a, a movie like <laughs> I'm not the perpetrator um and I there's movies I won't like I won't watch because of principle because of like you know Jeepers Creepers because of like directors and things like that but that one I don't know it's it's a touchy subject but I watch a lot of dark stuff like I think because it's mainstreamly like known what happens in that movie there's a lot of other movies that people just don't even think about that have really damaging um storylines um that I I guess it's just it's easy it's not as easy to just pull that up as an example as it is as um, a Serbian film um have you seen Red Christmas no I have not so that's an Australian movie, <laughs> but I don't want to own that one. Um, and it's got, um, oh gosh, what's her name from um, E.T., the mother. God, I should know this. You'll know her. Um, they like flew her in anyway. She's an American actor. And so spoiler alert. <laughs> I'll spoil this one for you because it's not my favorite. D. Wallace. So this is a horror movie that a lot of people talk about online and they're like this is a crazy weird horror movie yeah but it's also propaganda um and it's about a woman's fetus that shows up on her door at christmas um that she tried to abort and it's literally yeah and it's literally made by like pro-life groups and it says it in the um in the credits and no one talks everyone's like oh my god that movie is kind of funky and i'm like how is like that's actual propaganda and then there's a movie that is exploring like I mean Serbian film is very it's so much deeper than actually what happens in the movie it's like about their country and what's going on there um so it's just very funny that people can see that as like black and white and then watch like something like Red Christmas be like this is a fun movie it's just silly and you're like do you realize that's like the fetus of her yeah okay cool (laughs) (laughs) oh I will have to google yeah uh, Red Christmas and see what that yeah it's but that's, that's the thing. It's like people just don't pick up on that, but then they pick yeah. up when it's very blatant. Yeah. So, yeah. Sorry. Very controversial. <laughs> totally fine. Um, have you, back when we were all packing into movie theaters, did you ever have any noteworthy experiences seeing a horror movie in theaters? Oh, all the time. Um, all the time. I I love seeing um, horror movies and I like it when obviously people don't talk, but then I love it when everyone laughs at the same like wacky moment. Um, And yeah, I remember seeing, I think it was Annabelle creation and everyone's just like so spooked and like screaming at the same time, but then also laughing at weird things. I just love that. Um, Hmm. I can't remember any, I mean, it's always good when you go to the theater and no one's there. (laughs) Those ones more. Um, but I went and saw Escape Room, the new one recently. So we're, we're still in um, cinemas. We don't wear masks or anything here. I'm so lucky. Um, I know, crazy, right? Um, so uh, yeah, we went and saw Escape Room 2 and um, it was really creepy because well, first we got in there and there was a couple like two seats down from us and um oh no sorry we when we got in there they were sitting in our seats and there was a sign seating so I was happy to sit on the end but my partner's like can you like that's how to you know got them to move and then they had a fight about it like oh you told me to sit in here and then one went over and sat on the other side of us and one was on the other side and they just like and then they would get up during the movie and go over and yell at each other and get back down and like it was so awkward um and it was just taking me out of the um viewing experience but then at the end the guy there was like a guy behind us during the whole movie also sorry I should have included this he started snoring 
<laughs> like really loud. And we were like, God, was this, what's going on? Like, is someone going to wake him? And he was with someone. And then really scary at the end, he started um, a little bit graphic, started vomiting um, like all over himself. And I'm like, oh my God. And we, ha- we had to go get someone. And oh, it was just like the weirdest experience. I was like, what is going on in the cinema? And it felt like we we're in, you know, the movie Escape Room where it's like yeah. <laughs> all this weird stuff's happening. You need to find a way out. <laughs> so I guess that's noteworthy. I don't know if that's just yeah. what you meant exactly. <laughs> but um, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, I try and go to the, yeah. I guess the Sorry. escape room was really, really effective to people. <laughs> yeah, I think so. But I try and go to like, yeah quieter sessions obviously but um I there's not a lot of horror fans here so pretty lucky even if we have like an advanced screening for like the general public um they usually do them at like 9 p.m on Friday nights Mm -hmm. and yeah it's never full so yeah it's pretty good that's cool the movie theaters are open here right now but you have to wear a mask or it's it's Mm. encouraged since nobody's actually made to wear a mask oh okay I didn't know that I mean, they say there's, they're always like, oh, well, you have to be wearing, but then like the police are not really enforcing it. If they see somebody mm-hmm. on like the subway without a mask, they're not telling them to put it on. I will mm. tell them to put it on. <laughs> but, yeah. So, yeah. Mm. yeah. So what has been your favorite horror movie that you've seen so far in 2021? Poof. Um, I feel like I should pull out my list because I <laughs> feel free. I can cut out the I'm like, where is it? I think I have a quick list. Oh, I do. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad I had this quick list here. Um, I, I mean, I loved A Quiet Place too, which is kind of controversial because I didn't realize a lot of people like just didn't really care about that movie. Um, I thought it was just done so well. I don't know yeah. if you cared about no, it. No, I, I really, I really enjoyed <laughs> it. And I heard somebody say recently that they did not like it. And I was like, oh, yeah. really? Why? How? A lot of people think it's just like a normie, like there's not much really going on in that movie and they don't understand why I get such high praise. But I think it's because it's so simple and effective that I really like it. Um, and when I went and saw it, I, we had a live Q&A with the director and he was um, on <laughs> by Skype um, and he uh, was saying that instead of like just redoing the whole, um, like doing a sequel where you just you know, completely change the story and flip it or whatever, he just used the same elements that he thought really worked with the first one because it was so successful and put into the second. And I was like, that's so cool. Like same with Scream, just use what works and keep going. Like. Yeah. Um, you don't have to like reinvent everything to make everyone else happy. And I think a lot of people were shocked that I really liked that film because there isn't anything like super special about it, but I'm like, well, that's the whole point of it. It's like an emotional journey and um, it's just done right. It's like a classic horror movie just by itself. Um, yeah. I don't, you don't have to have like, I mean, it, I think it is pretty unique as well, but you don't have to have like this insane twist or something like that to be a good horror movie. Sometimes you just do all the elements the right way and take a lot of care. Yeah. That's a really good point. Uh, so on the flip side, what horror movie are you most looking forward to seeing in the rest of 2021? Wow. Um, so, I mean, it's funny because I don't watch trailers, so <laughs> it's tough for me. Um, but uh, looking forward to seeing Antlers if it ever comes out. Never seen a trailer, but I know a lot of people are really keen for it. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's hard. A lot of people say, oh, what do you think about this movie coming out? I'm like, well, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll know when I see it because you just don't know. And I, that's what I love about um, horror movies is because there's always these little tiny, like, not lower budget, but like straight to VOD or whatever releases that always come out and surprise you. And I think that's like the, that's some, that's a fun thing about being a horror fan. Cause you never know what's coming um, and what's going to 
work and not work because it's a very um, particular formula that actually, you know, impresses audiences. So yeah, Antlers, um, Last Night in Soho. Um, but yeah, I mean, the new Halloween one, I'll watch it, but I'm not like, I think people have already made up their minds just from watching trailers. And I think the trailer gives away a lot as well, I've heard. But um, yeah, it it'll be fine, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> Um, yeah, but Mid- Midnight Mass, uh, I'm very excited for, and that's coming out, yeah, pretty soon. So yeah, I'm going to binge all that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So I'll probably binge all that and do a video. So yeah, awesome. but always excited about like the little things coming out for sure. Yeah. Um, so besides Blair Witch 2, are there any horror movies that you love that people generally don't like, or do you hold any other unpopular horror movie opinions? <laughs> um, Lots of movies I like that people don't like, to be honest, a lot of them. (laughs) Um, And I mean, we were just talking about, I know what you did last summer too. Yeah. I still know you did last summer. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, And then they have the, they have a series coming out too as well. They're like reviving, like doing a TV series and that's coming out very soon, I believe, because I've just done like the last part of, um, part of marketing. I'm looking around my room to see if there's any movies. (laughs) There's a movie I really love called um, Communion, which is, it stars um, Christopher Walken and about aliens. Have you seen this? I have not. No. It's one of the most amazing alien movies Mm -hmm. ever. And um, a movie that people just don't talk about. And I would always like preach about this movie. And then people watched it and they were just like, yeah, meh. (laughs) That's the saddest thing, isn't it? But I don't think that there's any movies that I, the best thing about horror is there's always people that it's going to work for and there's people who it's not going to work for. And um, either way you land on that conversation, there's always going to be, it's just interesting hearing people's opinions. Um, and it's always based on perspective as well, like people's perspective about what they do in their life and how they can connect with characters and places and what things actually scare them. Um, so I guess I don't take anything, like I don't like die on this hill with any kind of movie. Like I just, or set for Upgrade, I die on the hill that Upgrade is a horror movie and no one else agrees with me. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen um, it, so I can't I can't. Oh my wait. gosh, you need to watch that one. Okay. I'll watch Cry Wolf and you watch um, okay. Upgrade because it's one of the best. Oh my God, it's so, that's Lee Winnell at his like finest uh, for sure. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, and filmed in Australia. <laughs> Sorry. That's why you like it. I don't know. I don't know why I'm so like pushing with this today. I'm really not like this. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm trying to think of anything that's super controversial that I like, but not really, except for we already talk about Serbian film, the film I do not name usually. And then Lords of Chaos as well. But that's like, I don't know if you know that whole. I don't. So that's like based on this. Um, real life case of something that happened in um <laughs> I want to make sure I get it it's in Norway it's Norwegian black metal um about like these bands and this whole murder that happened and it's it's real um but it's also based on a book that is non-fiction about um all of these interviews so it's the book's called Lords of Chaos and the book is amazing and it goes so deep because it explains <laughs> sorry I'm sorry I've just got myself into a rabbit hole because it's not easy to explain this movie because it's got to do with like the culture there and um people uh being against Christianity and then that's like the rise of like you know metal and satanism and all that kind of stuff and anyway so they made a a movie that's kind of based on the what happens but it's also based on the book which the book is fact the movie takes a little you know takes and gives a little bit but it's really it's a very similar story and a lot of metal fans um apparently you know gatekeeping in horror is bad but <laughs> gatekeeping in metal 
don't even. So a, a lot of people went after me because of that. I liked the movie and they're like, the people in the band don't even like this movie. And I'm like, well, yeah, because they murdered someone. So, um, <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, yeah. So if you ever want to go down a rabbit hole, that's like a very interesting one. And I highly recommend the book. It's amazing. Um, but that's also, yeah, definitely a unpopular opinion that I still love that movie and I stand by it. I think it's a great movie. Um, even though it's like super Americanized, it's like um, uh, got American actors, you know, <laughs> speaking, you know, with their accents oh in, in Norway. Uh, <laughs> you know how we do. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a good one though. All right, cool. I'll, I'll watch that. I'll watch Upgrade and then I'll go find that. Okay. Um, <laughs> if you could remake or reboot one horror movie, which one would it be? Oh God. I had a, I swear I like had an answer to this the other day. I was talking about it with someone. I, you know what? I'm always for um, when a movie you like, you really want a movie to work and then something happens and it just kind of falls down. I always think that those are the movies that should be remade instead of like, but I know that that's the whole point is getting bums in seats and executives signing off because they know that, you know, the marketing is going to be really good. Um, so they want to go for big budgets and like, you know what I mean? Well-known films. Um I mean, just because we were talking about it, Puppet Master would be like a really interesting one um, with the technology we have now because it's done with like, um, you know, um, what you, oh my God, why am I, what is it, like not claymation, um, stop frame, stop frame animation. Um, and it would be so interesting to see that kind of um, redone and what they could do. Because I mean, they've kind of like murdered Chucky at this moment. I mean, not that the new ones are bad, but they've just done it so many times. So it'd be interesting to see like another doll kind of situation and see um, if they could do that really creepy or like with like shadow puppet kind of imagery, kind of like what they did in um, Candyman, like something really yeah. in- interesting and different and like just really creepy I think that would be cool also there's never been a Pinocchio horror movie that's not like that sticks to the original story which I think that would be amazing and I'm also sorry I really shouldn't have had coffee before I started I'm talking a million miles an hour I'm a huge fan of Rumpelstiltskin okay <laughs> so red just the story in general and they haven't done a solid Rumpelstiltskin they've done like leprechaunish but Rumpelstiltskin would be such a good horror movie because it's such a dark and like creepy story. Hmm. Yeah. I'm Maybe not just super me. familiar with the, with the original <laughs> story that it's based on, but yeah, the way we Americanize everything and make it like sweet and nice. I, I can believe yeah. that. the original is pretty dark because all the Hans Christian Andersen stories, like yeah. the little mermaid is not like, yeah. Not, like, the Disney movie. So. Yeah. Which, um, I don't know if you've ever seen it. There's a Hansel and Gretel that's uh, a Korean version. I think it's Korean. Oh, I haven't it's, seen it. I believe it's Korean. Um, it's either Korean or J- Japanese, but I believe it's Korean. And um, yeah, that's like really cool because again, it's like got the imagery and it's like strange. Like they go through this. Um, it's just like a couple and they're like going through uh, this forest and they find this house and they kind of get stuck in it and they can't figure out how to get out. And they like try and walk through the forest and they just can't leave. And so it's kind of like the same story, but told in a different way. So I love when they do that um in an interesting way oh cool what did you think of uh Gretel and Hansel that came out in 2019 loved it loved yeah, it I liked it too. um thought it was so creepy the atmosphere was so good and it's so interesting telling it through her perspective such another one of those issues I don't know if you saw like everyone was getting you know mad about like the name change yeah. and stuff which yeah. is so ridiculous <laughs> like it's a story that's been told so many times how can it not be told a different way it's not a big deal um, but I thought it was really creepy, really well done. The imagery is just beautiful. I'm a sucker for an A-frame as well. So yeah, <laughs> the house and that was just amazing. 
Yeah, I thought it, I thought it was just really beautiful to look at. Yeah, so. sure. Um, all right. So my last question is, if you had to spend quarantine with one horror villain, who would it be? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I, I don't want to go with an answer I've already gone with, but I think I might. I'm trying to think first. Um, I do like Lionheart from, um, do you know, have you ever seen Theatre of Blood? I have not, but I've heard of it. Uh, yeah, so it's uh, Vincent Price and he's like this larger than life actor and um, these, to like, without spoilers, to put it lightly, these um, critics like make fun of him and so he gets his revenge on them and he just does it in like the, the worst way that, and he's just so over the top because he's like an actor like wanting to, you know, um, he's quite fun. So I thought he would, he might be like a, you know, <laughs> give you some entertainment. Um, but other than that, what, what was I going to say? I've totally forgotten what the first one was. Oh, I was going to say peach fuzz. So like, you know, like the werewolf in the, well, like the mask yeah. of a creep because he would be fun as well. Like yeah. he'd be like having a chat with you one moment and then he'd just like jump out of the, you know, hot tub yeah. and spook you. So yeah, I don't know. You just want to uh, hang out with Mark Duplass. Yeah, I do. I really do. So creepy. But yeah, I mean, I'm not one for like the iconic villains. There's, I mean- I don't really want to have, um, you know, like misery. Like I don't really want to have Annie in my house. <laughs> you know, like why would you put someone like that in your house? Put someone who's entertaining yeah. at least. Maybe like, mm, no, Beetlejuice is a bit gross. So maybe not him. I don't know. Who would you have? <laughs> um, I'll put you on the spot now. <laughs> yeah. People sometimes ask me this when we're doing interviews. Oh, yeah. And you don't um, have an answer yet? <laughs> I do. I always some I always come up with a different answer. I can't remember okay. who I said. Um, but I was talking to um Brandon Christensen last week who wrote and directed the movie Superhost on Shutter. Oh yeah, cool. And his answer was I would hang out with the, with the superhost because as long as I don't piss her <laughs> off, she's just gonna be really entertaining yeah. and make me pancakes. So maybe Yeah, I'll yeah. God, she was a psycho though. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was I a fun stay, movie. I don't stay Airbnbs. So I that's all I stay at, which is so funny. <laughs> Are you at one now? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> but I was on the weekend. So uh, yeah, yeah, it's funny because after that movie and what was the other one? The rental um was also about like a bad um Airbnb host. I'm always like, I should be looking for cameras, but I never think of it at the time. That's the thing with horror movies. Like it's I don't I don't think I carry it with me. I don't know. Yeah, well, that's probably for the best. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here. Um, do you want to tell everyone where they can find you on the internet? Sure. Um, I am on YouTube under Spooky Astronauts. And um, I'm on Twitter on at Astro Emma. And then, yeah, on Instagram, Spooky Astronauts. But if you just Google Spooky Astronauts, all of that will come up. Um, yeah, and I do two videos every single week talking about horror movies and thrillers and basically just like pumping up people's to watch list. That's <laughs> something I like to do, give a lot of hidden gems and stuff. And I try and find movies that people don't talk about because I know it's always the same kind of list. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I will leave links to all of that in the show notes. And thank you again for hopping on so early in the morning with me. That's okay. Thanks for having me. This was really fun. That's it for this week's episode of Who's There. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Emma and thanks again to Emma for coming on. I'll leave links to her channel and her Twitter in the show notes. You can follow us on Twitter at Who's There Pod. We're on Instagram at Who's There Podcast. Or if you have any questions, comments, concerns, horror movie recommendations, or you'd like to be a guest, shoot us an email at hello at whostherepodcast.com. Until next time, stay scary and get vaccinated.